my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Lynn. I'm driving this bus. I'm, I'm, I'm the host. And the little housekeeping procedures I have are, one, if you since we're going to stay unmuted, it is imperative, important, important that you do not have background noise, uh, any background noise. I mean, we can hear everything. You think we can't, but we can. Trust me. I've, I've, you'd be surprised. So please, no background noise, because I don't want to have to find you and mute you. Um, two, um, when you're when it's time for you to ask questions keep them on the topic at hand and just you know make them as brief as you can and uh three when you're since we're not going to do raised hands um we're going to use we're going to call out names so basically when you have a question call out your name and then we'll try to respond to you as quick as we can so with that being said, uh, I will turn it over to Jeannie and Jane. Okay. Is Jeannie here? Oh, well, okay. I guess it's me. Wow. Okay. Um, first of all, just some, some basic things about knitting. Um, as I said a minute ago, um, there's no right or wrong way to knit there's any number of ways to knit um my i i knit completely different than Jeannie does um there's different styles um so basically what knitting is you you have two needles uh, one in your left hand and one in your, in your right hand and they could be straight needles which are completely separate uh from each other just two separate needles or they could be circular needles where the two needles are connected by a cable. Um, so it's like a circle. It goes around from your left, left hand to your right hand. Um, and basically what you do, you, you start off with your stitches that you'll cast on. That's what you do at first. You cast your stitches onto your needle. Cast those onto your left hand needle and and you'll basically transfer each stitch one at a time onto the right-hand needle until they're all on the right-hand needle. And then you just swap them again and put the full needle on your left and the empty one on your right, and you just do it again. Put all the stitches one at a time on the right-hand needle and then swap them again and do the same thing over and over again. And each time you do that, you've added a row to, to what you're making. And you can do different patterns with the two basic stitches for knitting are knitting and purling, P-U-R-L. And purling is backwards from knitting. So it makes a different stitch. So you can do different patterns of knitting and purling. And then of course there are other more complicated things, um, stitches that I don't know about. But you can do an awful lot with <laughs> knitting and purling um, to make different patterns. You can make up your own patterns you can follow a pattern that someone else has written and whatever. Um, so, so that works. Um, 
there and are Jane, different. I am here. Oh, goody, goody. Okay. I've, I've been here, but somehow I guess I was muted and didn't realize it. Sorry oh. to interrupt. I wanted to I, make I you nearly had a heart attack. having to do this alone. No, okay, thank you. Good. Relax. Slow uh, the <laughs> there are different ways to cast on. And as I said, there are different ways to knit and purl. Um, some things to consider when you're deciding on a project is the kind of yarn you want, um, the, the thickness of yarn. There are different weights of yarn. Um, they go from real thin, like um, DK, DK weight or fingerling weight. Those are really thin ones. And then worsted weight is, is just sort of your basic weight um, that you use for scarves and dishcloths. And then you have bulky, weight and chunky weight yarn and then you have this huge thick chunky um, yarn that's that's even thicker and the 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 thickness of yarn that you use um, determines you can based on the 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 project you're making uh, and then the needles come in different sizes um, they have numbers um, so like a one or a two would be really, really thin. A 15 is huge, big, thick monster needle. Um, it's about as thick as your thumb or even thicker. Um, so yeah. the thicker the, the weight of the yarn, the thicker the, the higher size or the thicker of the needle you need to use with it. If you use the wrong weight of uh, the wrong needle for the wrong weight of yarn, your stitches are gonna be really, really loose and lacy or else they're gonna be really too tight. So um, if you have worsted weight yarn, for example, you use like a size seven needle. And if you have bulky uh, or chunky weight yarn, which maybe hopefully some of you who are gonna to practice today have, uh, you would use like a number 10 needle. And needles come in different lengths too. Um, the cables come in different lengths for circular needles or the straight needles come in different uh, length. So I, right here I've got, this is I think a 14 inch needle because I have a bedspread that I'm making with different strips. Oh, yeah. um, and the, each strip is, well this, this strip is a, it's about two feet wide. And so it's sort of bunched up on the needle. Um, so um, when it's done I'll sew all the strips together to make an eight by eight foot bedspread. Anyway, um, so, um, Jeannie, I think, is there more about the basic, the, the introduction of knitting before we get on to cast on? I think that's probably good. Um, generally, if you buy yarn, you know, some of us have yarn that is from something we already knitted and that kind of thing. But when you buy yarn, there are lots of things on the label and we can actually make an email or something about that because when, let's say that you're buying a size, you know, a number five yarn, which is bulky, it might say something like um, 10 stitches and eight rows equals four inches. So that means if you were to make a four inch swatch, it would be 10 stitches and eight rows. If that's if you have what I guess they would call an average um, knitting where you know, all your stitches are even, but some people knit tighter and some people knit looser. 
So when we're making things like uh, scarves or placemats or, you know, things that are basically flat, gauge isn't as important. But if you were, say, making a sweater for yourself or something like that, and trust me, I know no one's ready to make a sweater yet, but it's okay. If you were making a sweater. Do what? I have one. Oh, well. Yeah, but you're more than that. But anyway, when when you're making an article of clothing, for example, or if you're making little booties for a baby, gauge is very important because you don't want to be knitting this little booty for a little tiny newborn to three months foot, and all of a sudden find out that the booty is six inches long and four inches high. You know, that's that's a little exaggeration, but. Uh, so sometimes gauge is important and sometimes it isn't, and but that's that's not anything you really need to know now. Except yeah. that kind of information will be <clears throat> on the yarn label to kind of give you some guidance as to what size needles you should use with it, and and patterns will tell you. You know they'll suggest a specific yarn, and they'll off especially if gauge matters they'll say to knit a four inch swatch. And then also, um, each skein of yarn has what's called a ball band, which is that piece of paper that has all that information. So you want to keep the ball band with the yarn. Maybe you want to put your yarn in a Ziploc bag and put the ball band in it, especially if you're going to give it to somebody as a gift. You want to give them the ball band because it might have washing instructions. Um, some yarn is washable. Some is called, is, if it's wool, some of it's called super washed. So it's washable. Um, some yarn is, is acrylic and maybe it's uh, a, a combination of the two. Um, so you wanna keep the ball band with your specific skein of yarn so that you'll know what it is, what color it is, what it's made of, how to wash it, you know, and that kind of thing. So that's it. And then if you, if you run out and you need to yeah. get some more, you'll, it has a number for the dye lot so that if you get some more material, uh, some more yarn from the same store, and it may say it's the same color, but it may not be because the dye lot may be different. So all that stuff is on the ball band and you wanna keep those, so. And if you can't read it yourself, and I've done this before, you can uh, use a phone app such as Be My Eyes and have them help you. Usually I have my husband help me and he, he's, he, he, he hates it, but anyway. <laughs> I write everything on an index card <clears throat> and I put it in the uh, the Ziploc bag with the yarn. So um, that's a great idea. Just, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, um, the first thing you need to do when you're going to knit something is to cast on however many stitches you you want to, to use. There are two basic ways of casting on one the one that i do requires two needles to cast on the way Jeannie's going to show you first you use oh. one needle and, and okay. it's in a way it's easier um but i don't know i'm going to learn that one myself because i always do it with two needles but um there again with knitting like with everything there's different ways to do it and no way is wrong or no way is right so Jeannie, you want to show them the uh the, okay. the cast on 
Well, the first thing you have to do, whether you're knitting or crocheting, I know this now because I'm trying to take the beginning crochet, and Lord, I need prayers on that one. Um, But the first thing you want to do is make a slip knot, and the slip knot will actually be your first stitch. Does everybody know how to make a slip knot? Not really. I think so. Okay, basically, you're going to make what I call a half note, half half knot, I almost said note. I'm not trying to play music here. Um, you make a half knot where you put your um, thread together where two pieces touch and then you stick the little, you pull the end through and it makes a knot. And Jane, if you feel you can be better descriptive on um, that, feel free. What I normally do is I hold my forefinger and my middle finger together and I put the yarn on the inside of those two fingers and I wrap it around the back and around to the front again so that it makes a circle. And on the inside of my two fingers, there's two pieces of yarn. So on the back of those two fingers, there's one piece of yarn. And then I, I take the yarn about two or three inches away from my fingers and I make a, uh, a, I double it, and I put that doubled piece of, of yarn through the, the, the yarn on top of my two fingers and pull it through, and then um, I tighten those ends. They're sticking out to the left, and it makes a, a loop, and, yeah. and you tighten it with your fingers, and it makes a nice loop. And that's what you can put over your your um, needle. And so you don't want to put a choke hold on the needle when you're tightening it. You want to leave a little loose, a l- leave it a little loose because remember you're going to be sticking the point of your other needle through it eventually when you actually start knitting. You don't so need to have a death grip when you when you knit. No. Um, no. Sometimes when when you're really stressed and you've had a really bad day, and you're going to sit down and you're going to knit, you know, and, you're, and you'll find that your stitches are so tight. Now my, my knitting instructor told me once she had a student whose stitches were so tight, she had to cut the stitches off the needle. She could not get them off the needle. And, and so you have to sort of breathe a little bit and calm yourself so that you're not so to be relaxing. Relax yourself. This is fun. This is not something that you're going to, I'm going to do this. You know, no, no. You have to calm yourself down because if you're not calm, your stitches are going to be way too tight for you to, to be able to function. So, um, so, you know, you want it, you want to have it, you know, relatively loose on your needle. Yeah. So if, if you have your needles, take one of your needles, if you're like me, you take the needle in your left hand and and um, after you make your slip knot, just slip it over that needle. And if you have any questions about it, let us know because I know it's sometimes hard when we can't actually feel what you're doing and you can't tell what we're doing. So One thing that you have to be notice of, um, when you have your slip knot on your needle, you've got two pieces of yarn coming off of it. One is the tail, and that's the little short piece. 
And then the other piece is your working yarn that goes down to your ball or your skein. You need to make sure you remember which one is which. Many, many a time people have picked up that wrong one and knitted with their tail. You don't want to knit with yeah. your tail. And you your want tail to knit with the working yarn. Your tail only needs to be a few inches long. Yeah. So. And if you have trouble with, with that tail getting in the way, you can put like a tie a washer or something heavy onto it. Maybe a, a fishing sinker, one of those sinker line things, whatever, for fishing. Or maybe a washer or a nut or a bolt or whatever, you know, I don't know about those fishing things. Fishing as much but, as I do. You know, ladies, cheap solution. Yeah. Cheap solution. You know the bread ties that are plastic, they're squarish and they have a hole? Oh, oh yeah. You can take that tail, wrap it around one of those. Yes. Apples, That's oranges. <laughs> wrap it around one of those. Mm -hmm. It will keep your tail away and it's nice That's a great and light. idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. So just anything that'll keep that tail out of the way so that you don't knit with it. Okay. Okay, so does everybody have a slip knot and do you have it on your needle? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so now the way that I do, I'm going to show you my way, is I'm holding my needle that has the slip knot in my left hand and I have the tail going to the left and the long piece of the yarn that if I followed it down is connected to the ball in my right hand. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put all four fingers of my right hand over the yarn and kind of hold it. And then I'm going to put it so that it goes over my thumb. Oh, and I'm making a loop so that um, that part that went over my thumb meets the long part. And then I slip it over the needle. And then I pull gently because remember I don't want my stitch to be too tight and if you understood what I was saying there now you should have two stitches on your needle and I can go through it again if you well we'll go through it several times because you know you do it every time you cast oh, on a new stitch yeah I didn't fingers get that over, okay fingers of your right hand wrapped around the thread and your thumb is loose and then kind of move your hand so that the yarn to the left of your fingers goes over your thumb. And then I kind of pull back. And so now I have this loop where it went over my thumb and it's um, touching the yarn that I'm making my stitches from. I put that loop over the left-hand needle and gently pull up, and then I have another stitch. Did that make sense that time? No, it's still not doing it. So you basically, you put your thumb under the yarn and, and wrap right. it around your thumb. Oh, so yeah. you make a loop. Right. And then, and then put that loop and over the needle. put that loop over the needle. Pull up. Yeah. Yeah. So that loop that you have that's wrapped around your thumb Basically, the working yarn that goes down to your ball is underneath, underneath, yeah, the other piece of yarn that's that's coming off of your needle. Yeah, 
You got it. Does That's that make awesome. sense? Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. And what is your name? Donna. Donna. Okay, Donna. Uh, let's see. I'm going to try. Okay. So um, I have my four fingers wrapped around the yarn and they come there in front and then my fingers come to the back of my hand. Okay. And my thumb is sticking out at the left. I've got it sticking out. I bring it. So bring it under the yarn and then bring it up and it makes that loop. So you have a little loop around your finger. Can you do that? Okay. And so you don't want to, I think I see what I was doing. So I, w I need to wrap the, it around my fingers, right? Around your thumb. Which, no, wrap it around your thumb. Yeah. You're holding it with your fingers. You're going to wrap it around your thumb. And the little short piece, you know, between the needle and the rest is going to be on top. And then the long piece that goes down to the ball will be on the bottom. And you put that loop over the needle. And then you gently pull up. Or gently pull. And um, it should make a stitch. I'm doing something wrong because it's definitely not doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, um, if this you is Tyann. Little... Go ahead. Um, so if I can help out in any way. Sure. So you're hold... oh, absolutely. You're you holding think... the yarn like you're grabbing onto a handle. And then your thumb is underneath that yarn. And okay. you're twirling your thumb and wrapping the yarn around your thumb okay. and then putting the needle into that loop. How many times do I wrap it around my thumb? Just, Just once. once. Just until your yarn pieces yeah. to the yarn. And basically loop. you turn that loop, um, you, the loop is sort of in front of the needle and then you pick it up and turn it over so that it, it's, and, and put it on the, the needle. All it does is wrap it around the needle. Well, it does need to go around the needle. It should make a loop. Yeah, it just, it just loops around the needle. It's, it's not an actual stitch. It's a very thin cast on. It's not very stable. But it will get you enough loops. Can you just wrap it around the needle? No. No, because it really won't stay. Because you have to make, you have to make, okay. Let's see. Okay. okay, so I've got it wrapped around my thumb, okay, mm -hmm. and just until um, the yarn meets, and then if I, if you want to take it off of your thumb, you can um, grab it with your make, fingers. Yeah, grab it with your fingers and put it over the needle. So you, it's like you've made. A little loop. Okay, let's see. I'm going to try to figure out. It looks like a, I got it. It looks like a small letter E. Okay. Okay. Tom, I was going to say, can you describe what it looks like it. on the needle? It looks like okay. a small letter E before you put it on the uh, on the needle. I got it. You, you've got it on okay. your hand, and then you put it I, over the needle. Yep. I mean, okay. I got it. Cool. Okay. Yay! Yeah. Yay! I finally did it. Okay. So has everybody been able to do it now? Yeah. Yeah. Be afraid to tell us because we don't want you to get I'm, lost like I do when I try to crochet. Yeah. This is Verlaine. 
Uh-huh. I'm casting on, but completely different way than you are. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know that you know, my, my no. I'm going to show you my way. My way is completely yeah. different. And you probably and you have, have a different have... way than me. Yeah. And if you know oh. how to cast on already, that's okay. You know, so how many many I'm not teaching right this class, but I know <laughs> six different ways to cast on. Um, all of them work. Well, that's and they all have different said, purposes. Who said that? Yeah. Who said Jeanette? Who knows six different ways? Jeanette. I do. Yeah, Jeanette. I know I wanna, four. I need, yeah. I need mm -hmm. to learn yeah. things from you, Jeanette, because I don't know that many ways. Like I don't know how to do long tail. But I don't know how to do long tail. I do. There's a cable yeah, cast we'll on too. There is, wow. and it, mm -hmm. once you learn yeah. the knit stitch, the cable yeah. cast on is easy it's enough cool. to learn. It's very cool, yeah, because it makes it gives you a real good finished edge. Yeah, yeah. And Jeanette, are you the Jeanette that teaches the other knitting class for yes for NFT crafters? Okay, cool. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, okay, awesome. And the, the different kinds of cast-ons have different effects. They look different, you know. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So. There are two reasons. For different kinds of cast on one is yeah. for effect and one is just because as with so many things there's more than one way to skin a cat <laughs> <laughs> this way is one of the easiest ways but from my knitting experience i would say once you learn some others you won't do it exactly yep. i agree but it's a good one to start with yeah because yeah. And see, it's the only one I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm going to show you my way uh, because I, I, I do that a different way. Um, so do we want to show the other, another cast on way, you think? Or do we want to just cast on with this method and then just go to the knit stitch? You should what talk you about your cast on in case people... Okay can't okay. do this other one okay well my cast on is basically a lot like a knit stitch mm -hmm. um where's my needle good okay basically the way i cast on make your slip stitch and put it on your left hand needle everybody got that yeah yep. okay then you take your right empty needle and put it, you have it slanted from bottom right to top left, so that it's, it's slanted up to the left. And you put your, the point of that right-hand needle up from bottom to top through that stitch. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, there's four steps to this, four steps to knitting and four steps to my cast on. Um, You've got your, okay. your needle, um, your right-hand needle um, through the, from bottom to top, through the, the, uh, the stitch on your left-hand needle. Mm -hmm. Then you've got your working yarn that goes down to your ball in your right hand mm -hmm. and wrap it around to the left, around that right-hand needle so that it's back to the front. And then you take that right-hand needle and back it down through the stitch on the left-hand needle. And then you have one loop 
on your right hand needle. Now, if you were going to knit, you would take the left one off and put mm -hmm. it on and just drop it off. And then you'd have one stitch on your right hand needle. But to cast on, you take that needle, that, that, that um, loop that's on your right hand needle and lift it off and put it on the left hand needle. Much easier than the other way. I think it is. Yes, I'm totally yes, lost <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. So you've got you've got one stitch, your slip stitch on your left yep. hand needle. Yep. You take your empty right hand needle. Step yep. one is to put it from bottom to top through that stitch on your left is hand that, needle. Hey, oh, through Jane? the stitch that's already yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, put it through the slips through the uh, the the slip knot that's already okay. that that one stitch. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Does Somebody the needle go? Does the needle go behind it? No, I do everything in the front. Now, what other I call people front. do things in the back. I do things you, everything in the front. Okay, I okay. get it now. I okay, think. I think. So, so the right hand many, needle, the right hand how many needle are we is supposed in to front. Cast on? is in front. Uh, okay. Let's say, oh, I don't know. If you're going to make a square to practice, let's say 30 or 40. Okay. So I, have a, I, have I, I do better with this first one. The one I had a hard time with is the one I'm, <laughs> that's easier yeah. for me. Okay. So I say, let's, with, and, and, and Jane and I generally agree, but I don't you think, Jane, that 20 would be plenty for now for getting started? Yeah, that's if fine. We, if we do too many, that's if fine. they make them. Okay. Yeah, 20. Yeah. 20 is good. Okay. Good. So 20 keep on going forever for the next <laughs> yeah. two weeks. You I'm going to make try. a start. Okay. I get it now, Jane. <coughs> now that I know that I have to go through that first stitch, I got it. Go through the first stitch. Linda. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I have a question real quick. One of the things that confused me when I was trying to read a book on learning to knit was what's front and what's back? And that might help okay. people to know that the front is okay. toward you. The front is toward you. The back is with the, the empty needle on the right-hand side. Yeah, it goes away, away from, from you on the other side of mm -hmm. the left-hand needle. So when you put that mm -hmm. needle, the right-hand needle in, you're going to come to the what is the front of that stitch. I do it everything in the front. And then yeah. you're going to go underneath mm -hmm. that needle and come out on the other side of the loop. And then you stick the needle in. Uh, in the front of the of the loop on the left hand needle, then you wrap your yarn around that empty needle, and so that the the yarn is back to the front, and then the yarn is sticking out to the right again. Then you back that needle, that that empty needle, the right hand needle, out and go down and under and that stitch, stitch. Mm -hmm. and that. then you have a loop on your right hand needle. You lift it off with your fingers and put it onto the left-hand needle. And okay, now so you here's have the next, next part of that question. You, you hold this in your fingers. Do you twist that loop to go back to the needle or do you? Sure. I mean, which, okay, so you do twist it to the left to make yeah. it go back on the, okay. Yeah, just, just, just pick clarifying it up with your that. fingers and put it on the needle. Okay. And I think this is the way that my stepmom had taught me when I was out there a couple of years ago. She called it the knit cast on. I don't that's, know. Yeah, I would proper. think that that would be a knit cast on because yeah. basically it's the same as knitting because it's the same. Yeah. The first three steps are the same, the same except yeah. the fourth yeah. step 
in a cast on, you lift it off and put it onto the left hand needle. And when you're knitting, you you, you leave um, it on the right you leave, put it on the right hand needle and you push that stitch off of your left hand needle and it just stays on the right hand needle. So this is there are four sets. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, it's also counted as the first row if you're doing knit stitches. Mm -hmm. also no, that, that one is not. No, no it is. It is in no. some other forms of cast on, but not in this one. Nope. Not in this one. Okay. It is not. Okay. This it, looks, one... it looks like a knitted row. It looks like yeah. one, but yes. yeah. I was gonna say that as I'm casting on now, it looks like a it, it looks like a knitted row. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. Some and I don't know if it's good or bad. I'm noticing when I do this one, and I noticed it when my stepmom showed me how to do it. It's at least for me, it's much tighter than the other cast on. Yeah, I think it's a more stable one, though. Yeah, it is. It's, I yes. like it much better. Um, yep. I yeah. tried the other one, and, and when I try to knit the second row, it gets all loose. So this one I like much better. Yeah. So the thing about, it's Jeanette, the thing about this knit cast on, when you get to the end of the row and after you've done a couple of knit rows, if you look on the bottom, you'll see tiny, 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 tiny loops. Um, mm -hmm. With other cast ons, you're going to see a more finished eggs, edge, but sometimes those loops can really come in handy. And I wouldn't worry about them per se, because yeah. most people aren't going to care. How's everybody coming with their casting on? And you can cast on whichever way you want. You don't have to, you know, you can do it the way that I showed you or the way that um, Jane showed you. Whatever works for you. Whatever works. Yeah. Ladies, this is Lynn. It's after 2.30. Just letting you know the time. Okay. Thank you. And after you get like 20 stitches on your needle, and all of those stitches, 20 stitches are on your needle, and then you put that needle, uh, that full, uh, that needle is on your, in your left hand and then you start transferring them one at a time with knitting um, and then they'll all be on your right hand needle and then you'll just swap needles and keep on going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the, the knit stitch is just the same as the cast on that I just showed you, except the, the fourth step, you push it off and it, it, it stays on the right hand needle. Mm -hmm. And you can go behind or in front, right, Jane? Right. I don't. I don't do so that. I don't. I don't go behind for anything. I don't so either. Knitting, oh. you start out in front. You know, mm -hmm. you go in from the front. Now, I even Gina, do it don't, you, you knit on the back in the back, right? <clears throat> I know my friend Terry pearls from the back. Well, now I pearl oh. from the back, but I knit from, from the front. We knit from the front. Okay. See, I pearl from the back from the front too. 
I throw from the front too. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay. That was how my instructor showed me. Yep. <laughs> my sister taught me. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. I got my 20 on. And then as, as you knit and you, you know, you started off with 20 stitches at the mm -hmm. end of each row, it's probably a good idea to count your stitches just to make sure that you've stayed with 20 because you could end up increasing or decreasing or you can do very strange things sometimes when you're knitting and you could end up with 21 or 19 or whatever. And we can eventually show you how to fix some of those mistakes, but it's a good idea oh. to count every, every row or every other row or whatever, just to make sure that you've got 20 stitches that you started off with. Oh. Especially when you're first starting okay. to learn. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So right. if you've got 20 stitches on your needle, then do the same thing. And this time for each stitch, when you've done the third step, push it off the left-hand needle and you'll have one stitch on your right hand needle and just keep on going like that until you have all 20 stitches on the right hand needle. Okay, so how do, we, okay, so I've got my 20 on, so what, what am I supposed to do now that it's okay. on? You've got, you've got your full needle with your 20 okay. stitches on your left hand, in your left hand. Yeah. You've got your empty needle in your right hand. Yeah. So you do the same thing. You put step one, you put your, empty needle um, in the front of that first stitch on your left hand needle. Wrap your working yarn around from the back to the front. I'm and okay. supposed to put it in the front, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, around, <laughs> around. It, okay, it's the, your working yarn. Is, yeah, yeah, you go behind the, the, the uh, empty needle and are back around to the front. So okay, it makes so a loop. So, okay, so when I put my needle through the first loop, no, do I put it in the front or the back? In the front. I, oh, I do it in the front. Going toward the back. Yes. In the front, going toward the back. So you're putting it in from the front and going away from you. Put it in okay. at the front. Well, near see, you I don't. I keep mine straight. And, I keep and then mine I, straight. And then I so wrap the, the needle the, around it and then bring it through. Wrap, wrap the yarn around the needle and back to the front. See, I keep, I, so my needles right now are like an X. Yeah. Yep. One mm -hmm. needle. Now, my, my, my needle that, that has all the stitches on it is straight up and down. That's the way I mm -hmm. do it. And the other one is catty-cornered from bottom right to top left. Oh. Like an X. So it makes like a T, right? I, mm -hmm. my, my right-hand needle is, is uh, crooked. It could be, it could be straight, yeah. but mine, I, I have mine sort of crooked. Um, so it's like an X. And mine makes the slant of a roof because both of mine are slanted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that works too. And the other thing to, to remember is even though you have this long needle in your hand, you want to have your stitches close to the end, close to the points, because you're going to be pushing it off. And if your mm -hmm. stitches get way back down to the bottom, you're going to have to push them off. And what I do, I put my finger on the point of my needle and push the yarn up that way. And I have a hole in my right forefinger 
I cannot <laughs> read Braille with my right forefinger anymore. Oh my. Because I have a hole and a callus on my right forefinger. So You have done uh, some strange things with that finger. I, I, you know, I have broken... I have broken some circular needles because I push my my the ends of my needles into my leg when I I'm, I'm violent. Mm. When I get, so I've broken two sets. I thought of circular you're supposed needles. to be calm. You are, but I'm not a calm person. What can I say? I'm trying. Well, and I generally and and eventually I, I'm guessing that most of you have straight needles. Um, but yeah. once you really get the knack of it, you may actually like circular needles. A, you don't have to worry about losing one of the needles. They're always attached. I oh, never oh, knit with straight oh. needles anymore. I always use I don't the circular either. needles. I don't either. Oh. Oh. Needles. No, I, I love circular needles. needles. <laughs> this is Verlin, and I have a question. Oh. Uh -huh. Okay. <sighs> okay, so I'm trying to figure out how to do the thing where you get the stitches from one needle to the other one. Okay. So I've got, okay. the, I've got my me... one. Uh, go ahead. One, do you two. have your cast on done, uh, Verlin? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hang on just a second. I'm casting on my, so let me, I'm going to try to explain if Jane doesn't mind how I do mine because different people hold their yarn and their needles different ways. And this is mm -hmm. the way, and I, to me, this is the easiest. Um, Jane says she doesn't know how I do it, and I don't know how she does it her way. Um, <laughs> so the way I think Jane does it is called American. The way mm -hmm. I do it is called Continental, if anybody, know. you know, cares. And I don't know if Jane, if Jeanette does Continental or a different way. I but, have done Continental and American uh, and English. Okay. And I think for beginners, I would teach the English. But Give it a try. Yeah, she I, might like the continental. Well, when I was, I've got. Old. Oh, I've got my um, cast on from the first in my left hand. Yes, that's correct. And the empty needle in the right. Yes, mm -hmm. right. Okay. Right. Now, what I do with that thread that's hanging down, Berlin, is I put the thread in my left hand. Ooh. I have it going over my pinky. Oh, God. Mm. And then under my ring finger and my middle finger. Oh dear! Wait a minute. <laughs> this is on your left hand, over the. I I, yeah. I have mine on my right hand. I can't imagine doing it that well, way. Well, I know, but Me you know, we're we're gonna teach y'all. You know, we're gonna we we both do it different ways. So you know, we're gonna try this with Berlin and and I. You know, Gosh. I can't imagine doing it with my right hand, but this is how they taught me when I was six at Perkins. So <laughs> you had your thread in your left hand going over your pinky, mm -hmm. under your uh -huh. next two fingers, and over your index finger. Okay. All right. And then, see, I've got the point of my index finger and my thumb free to hang on to that left needle. And I can actually, you know, separate my stitches. And now I'm putting my right hand needle in through the first stitch from front toward back or from near me toward away from me. And then I'm just going to bring that hand that's holding the thread up and over the needle. So over now, which right needle? now, if I, the back one? Over, over the needle that you stuck through the stitch. Okay. So now if you feel with the index 
finger of your right hand, you should actually feel the stitch that you went through and the thread that went over the needle. So you should, on the back, you should feel two pieces of thread now. And you hold it in place and you bring that right hand point around to the front and stick it through in front and lift up and off that <clears throat> stitch. And now you should have one stitch on the right hand needle. Okay, I had to take the tip of the right hand needle and poke it downward through that, that stitch on the left and then lift it off. Well, you're not putting it through the stitch on the left, you're putting it through that loop that you just made, I think. But did it come off okay? Yes. And do you have a stitch on the right hand? Okay, so now you okay. keep doing that. That's your knit stitch. Right. And if you want, I can tell you the way that I do it, just so you'll have. Yes, please. You know, Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, it's four steps, just as it was for the cast on. Yeah, uh, and just so you'll your... know, Valin, if that's comfortable for you, you can just keep doing that. You know, just like it's comfortable for me. I'm going to try to learn this other way, but um, you know, anyway. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so you've got your empty needle on your in your right hand, and your needle with mm -hmm. all the stitches on it on your left. Mm -hmm. You yeah. insert the tip of the right hand needle up through the stitch, the first stitch on the left hand needle and you've got your working yarn in your right hand and you're holding it um, with your fingers and, and how are you holding it? Um, I have it uh, my my uh, forefinger and my ring my forefinger and my middle finger are on one side of it and my ring finger, no, my forefinger and my middle finger are on one side, and my ring finger is on the other side of it. And, okay. and it just, I just hang on to it that way. Then, then you take that working yarn and wrap it. it it's sticking out to the right. So you take it behind the empty needle on the, your right hand needle that's slanted up from the bottom to the to the top left you you take that working yarn and wrap it around that needle so that it's sticking out it made a loop around that right hand needle and it's sticking out to the right again and you hang on to it again where is it there it is and then you back that needle and that are you knitting or are you purling? Knitting. She's I'm knitting. knitting. Yeah. Okay, can, I, can I make some suggestions just out of curiosity? Okay. Then who, what is your name? Are Vicky. you Sam? Vicky. I'm Vicky okay. Hathaway from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. okay. <gasps> Hi, Vicky. Hi. I <laughs> teach knitting and that's why I want to see if I can help you out. I had to back out of this and get back in when you were casting on. I wanted to talk so bad about your oh. cast. <laughs> anyway, when I teach knitting, I do exaggerated motions. And I tell everybody that the point of the needle is up. The bottom of the needle or cable, if you're using circular needles, is down towards you's front and away from you's back. Right. So when you take the right-hand needle you stick it from the bottom up through, and I, I kind of hold the needle straight up and down instead of slanted. I'll learn that to to stitches, and I know I'll learn to do this. 
and holds mm. the right-hand needle from bottom up through the first loop on the left-hand needle. So they're yeah. both in the same loop. Mm -hmm. Then right. I take the yarn that's in your right hand, it's in the back, and take it straight through between the needles from back to front. So it starts mm -hmm. away from you and comes toward you. Mm -hmm. And around then, to the right again. Yeah, and pull it to the right, then take the right-hand needle and put it straight back down in the same loop that you went up in that is going from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Yay, it that's below, where It goes below the loop that you put it in, then tip it back up toward the ceiling, and if you're close enough to the tips of your needles, it'll pull it off that left-hand needle. Oh, it's better to work yeah. closest to where the needles start to Absolutely. taper. Not yeah. on the paper, but where they start to taper. Yeah. And it's sort of scary to do that because you're scared they're going to come off. Yeah. Right. It's a lot easier if you work about an inch back from the tip so that um, you don't have to push your yarn so far. But yeah. if you hang on to the tips with your fingers as you're doing this, you can make sure that your yarn doesn't. Now, I have been known to, to get my needle caught in between my thighs and I lift it up and I lift my stitches off of my needle. And that's not a good thing to do. So, uh, um, yeah, so I you gotta be careful. Thumb on my left hand, on the left hand needle, I hold my thumb just below the loop I'm working in and my index finger on the loop behind it. I hold my right hand on the right hand needle, I put my thumb on the front of the stitch toward me and my index finger on the stitch behind me. So when you come, when you come back down through that, after you've put your yarn from front to back, my thumb is right there below that loop, that stitch, and it feels the point of the needle come down through. Yeah. You knit exactly like I do. <laughs> and see, I'm sitting here going, how do you put the thread around your needle with your right hand when you're trying to hold your needle with your right hand? See that? I, 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 just, I don't get I, that either. Yeah. What I, I do is I have to is hold I, my thread in my left hand. I take my left hand thumb and finger as I'm wrapping the thread, and I put it. I so I'm holding both needles, but I try to keep them separated because you've got to go between them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From back to yeah. front. And as soon as it comes between, I put my thumb and finger back on my left-hand needle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that help at all? If you no. think of your, your working yarn as going <clears throat> from the three o'clock position toward 12, toward nine, yeah. and by toward the time six. you get it to nine, yeah. no, it goes to nine first, Okay. By the time you get it to nine, you're forced to put it between the needles. And yeah, then right. exactly. yeah. But mm -hmm. I have a little poem that I teach my students. You go under the fence, that's putting your needle from bottom up in the stitch. You catch your sheep, that's putting your yarn from back to front between the two needles. You come back again, that's putting your needle from the top to the bottom through the same loop. And then off you leap, and that's pulling it off the needle. That's cute. And I, I was actually taught Vicky a minute. that you can, 
that Vicky taught herself how to tat. No. Oh, oh my goodness. No, I did. She does. I took a did. lot of tat classes. <laughs> oh, she does beautiful work. I've touched it. Wow. Okay. Wow. I learned not speaking. to put the needle back. I'm Jeanette. Not to put the needle back through, but to take the left hand needle and slide it until the point That's came through perfect. the loop. Huh. And it does the same thing. Yeah, it does the same thing. Now, I went for years and years my knee, my yarn around my right hand. And everybody do that and it would slow me down. Pick it up every time. But I was at work one day and didn't have a student, so I was just playing around and I wrapped my hand and it just went like like a house of fire and it was okay. Oh. So when I do that, I make a loop around my little finger, put it under my ring finger, my middle finger, and on top of mm -hmm. my finger. Yeah. It just keeps your, your working yarn still. Well, and, and it lets you know where it is. You're not always yeah. looking. Right. Mm -hmm. It keeps your tension even. The way I hold it with my left hand, you always know where it is too, because I never let it go. I mean, it's you, safe. Yeah. Right between my fingers the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But I just, yeah. I, Usually, so. if you hold yarn in your left hand, you're knitting continental. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I said that earlier. And it's um, it's this. It looks exactly the same. Yeah. But it's a different process. Mm -hmm. So whichever way you understood, those of you who are new, feel free to do it that way. Whatever works. Right. There is no right or wrong way. No, no there, isn't. there is. Uh -uh. No. As long and as you get now, the, with, even with the knit stitch, you can make a scarf. Mm -hmm. Right exactly. now. Exactly. Yep. yep. With your twenty dollars for the next knitting. two weeks, and you just make yep. yourself a, a knit. It's called garter stitch. Um, yes. Just straight knitting is called garter stitch, and you can make yourself a scarf. Now there's a little secret about garter stitch that I went years and didn't know. Every two rows is the same width as every two rows is equal to the width of one stitch. So if you want a square and you cast on 20 stitches, you have to knit 40 rows. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yep. This is Tayan, yes, and I have a book recommendation for those that want more information. Uh, there's Knitting in Plain English on Bard, and mm -hmm. also Crocheting in Plain English. They're by Maggie Rogetti. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she does a really nice job with her books. Yeah. There's a oh, lot cool. of knitting books on Bard. There's a lot of knitting books yeah, on Bard. There really are. And there's there, one that I like too, and please, nobody be offended. I didn't write the title of the book, but it's called Stitch and Bitch. And I really like her too. Oh, yes. I think she does a really good job at describing things. Yeah. There's one by her called Stitch and Bitch Nation, but one of them is not in Bard, oh, yeah. but it's on, on Bard. Right. Yeah. And Elizabeth Zimmerman has some. Her knitting workshop, mm -hmm. Knitters mm -hmm. Almanac, Knitting Without Tears, and Knitting Around are all mm -hmm. There's, There's a Barbara. Also, 
There's and also a YouTuber that I like. Uh, her name is uh, Brittany from Be Hooked, and she does crochet and knitting tutorials, oh, and she's really, really descriptive. Oh, that's good to know. Yes, I have watched those. They're excellent. I'll have to look for her. Mm. Um, is that if on you YouTube? Guys, hey, Tom, if you guys could please, hey, if you guys would like to email me at acbcrafters at gmail.com, these recommendations, I can put a resource um, list together with the information you guys send me. Okay. Okay, I can and get all the books on BARD and send you all those. Okay, that would be I'll great. And I'm going to be doing a couple Bard. different resource lists. So. Yeah. Book share. Too. A Treasury of Knitting and a Second Treasury of Knitting by Barbara Walker. And, and there's that's who I was, Barbara. yeah. Barbara Walker. And there are that's lots of them on Bookshare. And if anybody has um, a Braille note taker, you can download these books that are in Braille or BRS. And you can have them all on an SD card and just have it in your note taker. And whenever you want to look at one, you can. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. What I yep. do when I when I'm I'm making a knitting pattern or I'm going to use one, I I write it. You know how it 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 normally says rows two, four, six, and eight. You do such and such. Well, I like to have each row written. You know, so that I can tear a slit beside the row that I've done. So, <laughs> row one is this. Row two is this. Row three is this. Row four is this. And I and I make a DXB file, and I braille it out. With, with the braille embosser and then I have each row on a separate line it makes it a lot longer but but then I can tear a slit beside the row that I've done so that I I don't lose my place especially if it's like a dishcloth or something that's that has a lot of pattern to it um, I just I like uh, to use a little clip one of those little alligator clips on the side of the uh -huh. page I also uh -huh. I also make up my own abbreviations because I don't spell out the word row. <clears throat> yeah. or ramp. I just put R right next to the number sign. Me just too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm going to throw this in here. I know most people aren't ready for it yet, of course, but something that I find very helpful, you know, those of us who are blind, unless there's one that I don't know about yet, we can't use row counters. But I use right. stitch markers. And you could yeah. my wonderful. I have an abacus stuff. in my um, in my bag. bag. Me too. I use an abacus. I, I use an abacus, abacus also. But sometimes mm -hmm. I forget to push the little beads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy to do. This is yeah. Tyanne again, uh -huh. and completely different. How do I get in touch with the person that does the crochet class? The I don't know that we, do we have one on here, Kayla? I've been going to the um, NFB Crafters Corners, um, Crafters Corner. Uh, we uh, don't have one yet, but I am planning on starting one. I'm looking for a, a second person to help me teach it. I'll do it. They also so, teach crochet. Yes, if, uh, I'll do uh, it. Email me. Email me, acbcrafters at gmail.com, and we'll okay, get it set because up. because I... I love crochet and so actually, do I, I but I'm kind of scared to teach by myself. So okay, well, <laughs> I, I wanted a partner in crime. I, I, I need a partner in crime. So, <laughs> yes, so if, we, if we may have, if we may have 
add it on, what do we do? I, I can't, because some of mine split, so it's hard to tell how many I got. So mm. how do I tell? I mean, um, I get a different you, count each time. If you've added on, if you have like 21 now, what you yeah. can do is instead of sticking your needle through one stitch, stick it through two stitches. Okay. And then knit them off together. Okay. So this is Tyanne again. And I have a funny story. I actually was only shown the basics of crochet and then I took off. I'm like, oh, I want to see if I can teach myself how to knit. So uh -huh. I read, I looked, I watched videos and I learned how to knit except for I learned the pearl stitch first. Oh, oh. wow. Wow. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> that hard. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, my I have two knitting instructors. I had two. And the first one could never show me how to pearl. And so all I could do was knit. And I felt really inferior because <laughs> I wanted to be able to pearl. And the second instructor, different people teach different ways. So the yeah. second instructor... Yeah was able to show me how to pearl. So I felt really a lot better about myself that I could do both. So, um, so, and so that was, go ahead. Yeah. And for these next two weeks, those of you who are beginners, we want you to just really practice knitting, work on that scarf or whatever. And because we don't want to teach you another stitch, the pearl stitch until you're really good and comfortable with the knitting stitch. Cause we, we don't want you to get them mixed up but once you know both, you'll be able to do amazing things with tennis. Right. Mm -hmm. The pearl stitch is backwards from the knitting stitch. Yep. Um, mine isn't exactly, but <laughs> there again, maybe we'll do it. <laughs> mine is backwards <laughs> from the pearl stitch. Are you going to so, have your two weeks? We're yeah, going to have the, this, third, uh, the, third the, the first and third Thursday of every month. When there's a fifth and then, Thursday, you have to wait extra. And then the but, second and fourth Thursdays are loom knitting. Loom knitting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. That's you. Ladies, it's three o'clock. So just letting you know. Um, okay. You wanted those to. those of you who are beginners, if, if you want to stay in, you can. We're not going to you know, teach you any more stitches because we want you to practice your knitting. And then um, if anybody wants to go on, I thought for those of you who already knit, <coughs> we already know that Vicki and Jeanette, we know that probably, I know their heads above me. Um, but anyway, I thought we could discuss um, where each of us is in terms of knitting and, and what we know or what kinds of things we've made and then just learn from each other. I know I have lots of things to learn. So how do y'all feel about that? Are you good with that, Jane? That works. Okay. Well, Jane, yeah. do you want to go first? Okay. Um, I've been needle knitting since April of 2017. And I do various combinations of knitting and purling. Um, and um i've made i'm in the process of making this bedspread um, i'm almost well i've got the first it's it's made of combinations of or uh, uh, uh foot wide strips uh, so the first strip is garter stitch the second stick the second row uh the second 
foot wide strip is uh, stockinette. The third one is garter again. The fourth and fifth one, that's one double wide stitch, uh, a row of seed stitch. And then I'll do garter and stockinette and garter again, and that'll be eight feet wide, uh, long. So I'll put all those strips together and it's, it's uh, variegated uh, yarn with various um, shades of blue. It's uh, chunky yarn with size, size 10 needles. Um, I've made scarves, dishcloths, book markers, a collar for a stuffed animal. I've made um, uh, uh, pouches for iPhones. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to think what I've made with needles rather than what I've made with um, with um, uh, loom. I, I did with my instructor's assistance, I've made a sweater. Um, and I, I'm in the process of making a shawl. Um, that's difficult because uh, you start with like two stitches and then you, in, you would do a yarn over increase every row. And now it's like 200 stitches and doing one row is a <laughs> tedious process. Yes. So yes. I'm going to give up pretty soon and just cast it off. But, but I'm doing, doing that. So, um, a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go next since, you know, anyway. Um, so I've done similar things to what Jane has done, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. I've, I've done flat things like scarves and placemats and dishcloths and dish, dish towels. One of my favorite patterns um, is a dish towel and then you go ahead and you knit a thing where you can actually hang it on the refrigerator or the stove or whatever. You just sew on a button and anyway, so I've, I've done those kinds of things. I have never made a garment. Um, I do knit and purl and for my increases, I do the one where you knit in the front and back of the stitch and for my decreases, I just knit two together or purl two together. I don't, I, I know from um, the Stitch and Bitch book, they talk about, you know, if you're making a garment or something, there's a left-hand increase and a right-hand, oh uh, I mean, decrease and right-hand decrease. I have no clue about those. Um, I'm in a knitting group locally, and when we don't have COVID, we meet every week, and I've learned a lot from them. I've, I've learned pinking, you know, knitting backwards. Oh, knitting that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. I, can take, I can take, yeah. um, and, and <laughs> mistakes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love, 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 I love to knit in the round. Um, oh, yeah. Hats, and I've made a, <laughs> um, some baby buntings is what I call them and different things like that. But I love knitting in the round and I love experimenting with, um, knit and purl stitches together to get different textures. Probably my favorite texture, though, is the seed stitch. Yeah. And I first learned how to knit when I was six and did that some all the way through college. And then I didn't do it for over 40 years. And a friend who was also blind, who did the best crochet I've ever seen in my life, um, tried to teach me how to crochet to no avail. So she had given me some hooks, and I found two that were about the same size, and I thought, well, let me just cast on a few stitches and see if I remember how to knit. And that was 
um, almost three years ago, and I've been knitting ever since. But I need to learn how to do things like I've never attempted to make a sweater or anything like that. And so I, I need to learn the more intricate things of knitting. And I'm guessing that people like Jeanette and Vicki and I think Pam are going to be able to teach us some of those things. Yes. So, Jeanette, do you want to go next? Uh, only because I have a time constraint here, which I apologize for. That's okay. Um, I started to learn to knit when I was in third grade. Um, the best knitting teacher I ever had was from England. And oh, she taught wow. me to knit um, uh, English style because she felt with small hands that would be easier to begin. Mm -hmm. Um, I have made, in fact, I'm messing up right now and taking out a baby blanket that I made because I, <coughs> somewhere along the line, forgot to do an increase. Every row no. has an increase, and I'm missing one somewhere. <coughs> I have done sweaters, but previous to my going solo on my own, I worked with someone who believed blind people could not learn to do things like pick oh. up stitches. So oh. that is the next thing I'm working on learning um, at the moment. But I've Repeat done, that, Jeanette. Like what kind of stitches? Like when you go to pick up for a um, neckline. A, a right. neckline or a button band. And button. I would love to get with you. Um, I'm sorry, you said your name is Vicki. Vicky. And yes. learn that from you because I that's what I need to learn next. I have done enough complicated patterns of blankets, scarves. Um, I have made three or four sweaters as long as other people were picking up. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, I yeah. cannot crochet to save my life. Yeah, so far me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vicki, do you wanna go next? Sure. Um, okay. At present time, I'm knitting a baby romper that I've made up the pattern for. Um, it has cables in it and double seed stitch in it and a twisted mini cable in it without using a cable needle on that one and a twisted stitch in it. I've done Irish knit sweaters that have seven to nine different patterns. I've done color work. I did a Fair Isle sweater that has 18 colors in it. Ooh, ooh. I did What's a double a, seed stitch. You knit two purl two, knit two the oh, row. Knit okay. two purl, knit two the third row, you purl two, knit two, purl two. So it looks like little boxes, little squares. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um I've knitted sweaters and I've knitted afghans and I've knitted dishcloths and I've knitted hats. I love to knit on circular needles. I rarely knit on a straight needle. You can do everything yeah. on a circular needle. You can do on a straight yeah. needle. Plus you can knit in the round if you want. If you drop mm -hmm. one, it's still attached and you don't have to hunt it down. Right. Yeah. And That's the bad thing about using straight needles is that I forget I'm not using circulars and I drop one and it rolls yeah. away. Yeah. So, yeah. One of my, my double pointed needle rolled down the steps in a concert one night. Oh. oh. <laughs> bing, bing, oh, bing, bing. And Vicki, <laughs> have you learned, 
Vicki, have you learned to do, because if you have, it's something I want to try to learn, and somebody tried to teach me, but not successfully. Do you know how to do magic loops? Yes. No. Ah, okay. I'd like to learn them. I'd do it. And by the way, if any newbies have stayed here, if any beginners have stayed here, don't let all this scare you, please. I know. I want to learn the magic loop. I'd like to learn magic loop. Your left hand and right hand increases you're talking about. And yeah. also our left hand and right hand increases right. and uh, left hand and right hand decreases. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And Vicki, I've, I've got to ask you one more question. Are you the Vicki who was on the Hadley call a couple of months ago? That I, on the very end of it? Um, what, do what? On the very end of it? Uh, I, could, I don't. I finally Maybe, just got yeah. in because I raised my hand and they never called on me and yeah. I wanted to say so much on that call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Because I've ever since then I've seen, thought I want to find this person because she can probably teach me so much. What do you want to tell us? Like, where are you from or what is your last name? Do you mind sharing that with us? My last name's Hathaway and I'm from Salt okay. Lake City. Uh, and I oh, that's right. You okay? Salt Lake City. I okay, cool. Fiber arts at uh, Utah State Services for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Cool. Okay. And I'm totally blind. Wow. Cool. And did 18 colors. My gosh. Do you have an email address? Do you have an email address that I can email yes, you off list? Little Stitch at msn.com. Say again, please. Little Stitch. L I T T L E S T I T C H at msn.com. I will do that. a lot of mail. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I've knitted some socks as well. Yeah. And so I have to tell you just a little story. I worked with a lady. She drove for me when I was, when she started working there. And she crocheted with thread. She loved to do doilies. And I oh. worked with her mother and I said, I bet you know how to knit. And she says, I do, but I never do it. I don't like it. I says, well, you need to learn to do both. And she says, and I talked her into crochet, knitting a dishcloth. And she says, if I learn to like knitting, I won't like you. I said, that's oh. fine. <laughs> then she decided to do socks. And she says, can I do socks? And I says, yes. If you, so I'd we like got to her learn the, how to do socks. We got yeah. her the materials. And I use wood needles when I do socks except now i do two circular needles instead of the uh double pointed and anyway she says what if i don't like it i says these needles are mine for half price you can't give them to your mom and she says okay well then her cat bit the needle and left a tooth mark oh. in it they're mine for yes. free because <laughs> it was a deal but anyway she kept knitting and she made she ended up she grumbled through the first pair of socks and she made 18 pairs of socks. Oh, wow. And then she came up to me in the lobby one day while I was waiting for my ride. And she says, I hate you. And yes. she, everything she was picking to do, she was knitting and not crocheting. Wow. She told one of my students I was teaching that I'm an avid crocheter. I love to crochet, but knitting is more relaxing. Wow. wow. I teach I teach tatting, I teach sewing, I teach quilting. How do you deal with patterns for sewing? 
I'd love to make my own clothes. I have a pattern, but I don't have anybody to cut out the, the material. And it's got different lines on it for different sizes. I don't have anybody yeah. to do that. If you sure. can find a volunteer <laughs> that will cut each size That's out that pattern in heavy paper, yeah. and you can use freezer paper because it's yeah. kind of the waxy sides. Right. To the garment to the fabric my problem is i don't have anybody to do that that's the problem well i've mm -hmm. met my yeah. husband that does it and he's really good at it and <laughs> i can do it once i figure if they have to trim the pattern down you know how before they put different sizes on patterns they still had a big line that you had to cut out you cut along before you put your pattern on your fabric mm -hmm. if they had to do that they might as well cut out my pattern so I have a sister that's done some of it but my husband wow. does and I have a lot of stuffed animals and he made the I wanted the grain to go the, all the same direction and so I'd go to the store we had a craft store here in Salt Lake called Zim's and um, we'd go in and say how much fur how much how many yards of fur does this animal take well, we use this, but you'll use this and made it smaller because I could do, he would do that and mm. get all the grains. And anytime anybody else cut it out for me, they got the grain the wrong direction. Do not use oh. cardboard for patterns because every time you do, it, it take a little smidgen away from the cardboard mm. and even drawing against it. So don't yeah. use that quilt blocks or quilt things um quilters templates is good for small patterns because it's plastic and you can cut huh. it with um, that would be a really good business for somebody to to cut out patterns for blind people yeah if so anyway they they um have a quilt they have a AccuQuilt cutter out that i use for quilt blocks and they've got all the geometric shapes and they've got strip cutters and they've got all kinds of, you can't believe what they've got. Go on accuquilt.com, A-C-C-Q-U-I-L-T.com and look at their quilt cutters and their die cuts. They're like scrapbook die cutters. And you can get three, diff four different sizes. You can get a baby go, a go, a studio go, and then you can get uh, the big one that commercial places use mostly. Nikki, this is Kayla. Um, yeah. I, this is Kayla. I was wondering um, if you wouldn't mind emailing me so I have your contact information and maybe doing a, um, a talk on, on a Sunday about, about just sewing kind of like you just did. I've had a lot of interest. Um, from people wanting to know a lot more about sewing. Okay. So if you would think about that, and if you're interested, you can give me, um, send me an email. email. Um, my email again is acbcrafters at gmail.com. Um, it's just been a really, a, a very high requested thing. So if you're interested, okay. I'll let me know. You know what? Tell, spell your, spell all your letters out. Because I, Okay, A C B C R A S T E R S at gmail dot com. Okay. Yes, and are I'm... you on our list, sir? No, I'm not. Okay. 
I'd like to be, but I'm not. You guys have Facebook, and I don't do Facebook. My Facebook. Yeah, no, we, we, have, we have an email. You one. can still be on the email yep. list. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, the email list is for those who do, don't have um, access to, to Facebook. And I put all the important stuff, even some stuff from Facebook, I'll copy and paste and put on the email list um, when it seems relevant to everybody else as well. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying very to keep quiet up both at the same stuff. time. I know I'm kind of sad once Lucy is putting her. <laughs> I think I got scared away. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't do that yeah. to my people. This is a fun okay. place. So, My email um, address is littlestitch, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-T-I-T-C-H at msn.com. Okay, let me grab my keyboard and I will do that right now. Okay. So I, I, would, I would love for, for Vicki to do a, a, a session on um, the magic loop. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because I hate okay. double pointed needles. I hate them. I just. I'm not, I'm so I'm not a big fan. You use for those of, for those of you who may not have thought of this that use double pointed needles. One thing that helps is I always put um, point protectors on the end of on the point that I'm not using at the time. And I just switch those as I go. And that really seems to help me if you haven't thought I've of that. Or especially with metal double-pointed needles. But if you use wood, they don't slide out quite as easy. They don't. Yeah, I like wood needles. I'm not yeah. going to chance it. <laughs> Has, um, I got a question um, for, for knitting socks. Has, has anybody seen the, um, the sock needles? Yes. They have, they have really short ones that are only mm -hmm. nine that you can knit a sock with. They yep. have some called flippy, um, flexi flips. And mm -hmm. but, and they work, I've used those. And I- Yeah, I like them. Mm -hmm. I've what used are sock needles? There are three short needles and they're flexible in the middle. Oh. It's like a circular needle, but really short. <clears throat> okay. And you use three, you, you, you have your work on two of them and you knit with the third one. Um, I also, when I do double pointed needles, I prefer a set of five instead of a set of four because you have them in a square and that's easier to work with than a triangle. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I have a package of five. I also do a lot of stuff on two, on two circulars that's round. Yeah, that's, okay. yeah. Well, let's go on and let other people who are here introduce oh, themselves. Pam, are you still here? Is Pam still here? I shoot everybody away. <laughs> no way. Okay. Who's here that hasn't introduced him or herself? How about that? It's me, Lucy. I haven't. Oh, Lucy. Okay. Come on. Yes, ma'am. The dish <clears throat> towel or dishcloth lady. Dishcloth lady. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm Lucy from Lansing, Michigan, and I've been uh, knitting since I was about seven, and I'm now almost 64. So um, I've done like, oh, I don't know, tons of stuff all different kinds of things, sweaters, afghans, purses, baby stuff, um, cabled stuff. I love cables. I think they're really cool. People think they're really hard, but they're not. And um, I do a lot of felting, um, knitting in the round. One thing I've only, I've only made one pair of socks and I probably will never make another one because I really didn't enjoy it. 
Um, I have a pattern that that I wish I could share with you. Um, it's called sideways gloves. And I've always wanted to knit gloves, but I, you know, thought, oh God, you know, you got to put all that stuff on stitch holders and everything. Well, these are very easy, but I can't share it because I don't remember where it came from. So I would get in trouble <laughs> with the, the copyright. Um, but they come, they're, they're very cool. Very cool. Um, let's see. What else? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, my favorite sweater that I ever did was um, a hoodie. And someone was talking about picking up... Um, stitches to do the neckline and stuff like that uh you do have to be very very careful when you do that if you you know you don't pick up stitches um in uh, evenly you can leave gaps and uh the first time i did that that's what happened <laughs> and so i had to have help with that but um i finally figured out how to do it so it's it's doable so that's about it i guess and Jeannie, this is Debbie Green. I've been here this whole time. Jeannie? Yes, I know Debbie. Okay. Go ahead, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a knitter I'm from, from a long time. I, I have tried crocheting, but really don't like it. Hmm. Um, I've got a couple of sweaters. Confident in that. I uh, would love to do that. Uh, what I'm working on right now, and Lucy, thank you for those uh, dishcloth patterns. I've, I've, I've done the, the easy, what's it uh, easy one. I, I just, I did it because I thought there's no way this can turn into a dish. Yeah, cool. I can't imagine that. It's real cute. Now, that was the one that I did make up myself, so I could share that. <laughs> did you set up? That's pretty amazing. I, yeah, yeah I that's, that's pretty, pretty clever. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Yep. I'm working on a throw right now that is uh, for a, a wedding gift. And I'm using a, a 11, size 11 circular with double, mm -hmm. and I've kind of came up with my own pattern, and it includes cable, Lucy, which I, I enjoy. That's my favorite stitch, too. So mm -hmm. that's, that's about it. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm Tyanne. With a T, okay. a T Y A N N E, and oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so I've been in putting input, but I will introduce myself. I wanted to learn how to crochet for the longest time, and finally found somebody to teach me. I taught myself how to knit. I actually prefer crocheting over knitting, oh. um, but. I have also taught somebody, I have a totally blind friend who people taught her how to do knit and curl stitches, but never showed her how to cast on or bind off. So I showed her how to cast on. And, um, I, oh, I live in Portland, Oregon. And I just crochet, I just uh, knit flat stuff. And I've knitted a hat, a few hats. Did you knit, knit them flat and then sew them up, or did you knit them in the round? I knitted them in the round. Oh, okay, good. Okay, who wants to be next? It's 327. 
<laughs> so I guess I could go. Okay, go ahead, Kayla. This is Kayla, and I am from Arizona, and I am just learning how to knit. So I know how to cast on and do what we did today, and that's it. <laughs> but I'm along, I'm here for the ride, so, and I'm really enjoying to hear what all of you have going on. It's very interesting. Well, and, and it's interesting. I'll just tell on myself, we were talking about having this class, and Kayla asked me if I was interested in doing it, and I said, well, I've never tried to teach anyone, but let's call each other one day, and I'll try to teach you, and if you can catch on and get it, then... I'll go ahead and teach the class. And, of course, we talked about me getting someone else to help me. And thank you, Jane, for saying that you would do that. Um, so, you know, we're you both of us. Are, this is yes. Jared. I've been trying to uh, introduce myself. I think I might have been muted. Oh, oh no. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. If, you can, if you can wait till Jeannie's finished, and then you can uh, go ahead after Jeannie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, so I was able, as far as I know, she didn't tell me otherwise, I was able to teach Kayla how to do the cast on and how to knit. And I, you know, I know she was working on it for a while. I don't know if she still is. Yeah, but anyway, I am. So, I am still so working on it. And it but, now I have yeah, equal, I've had equal, I have about a foot of equal it's all equal i have 20 stitches still and i'm about a foot in i've oh, probably good. taken it about 20 oh. times and restarted but i'm doing it oh. and i'm doing it i'm like so excited so and i've been trying to learn how to knit for years so i've wanted to learn yeah. how to knit and i've tried many times and i always end up giving up because i'm like okay this just doesn't work just give me my crochet hook i'm good to go i know what i'm doing and so I'm super excited that I'm actually getting somewhere. I'm going to have a Yay. start someday. Maybe by the time it's cold yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. And who is it that wants to introduce themselves? Yeah, there's someone Terry? who wants to introduce themselves. Um, Terry Harris from Maryland, Maryland. Hey, Terry. Oh, okay. Um, go ahead. I, I um, learned to knit when I was, uh, I guess, a kid, and then I made a napkin, and then I joined Crafter's Corner, um, and I've learned a lot. There, I learned to loom knit, hand knit, and I also do plastic canvas. I mostly do loom knitting, but I also do hand knitting, like mostly hats and scarves. And mm -hmm. I've made a, a few baby blankets and a few, um, you know, um, doll blankets. That's about it. Mm -hmm. I like to okay. make small Good. things, hair scrunchies, scrubbies, things like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know, you know, um, I forget who it was a few minutes. I think it was Lucy was talking about this pattern that she had, the sideways gloves. And, of course, yeah. I guess some of us can maybe check and see if they're on Ravelry and if they're free. And if they are, then we can use them without <coughs> question. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, as, as people who are blind, we don't always know where our patterns come from. And, um, you know, I, I know I've gotten patterns before. I've got several books here that um, were put together by Marjorie Arnott. Right. Um, she mm -hmm. does them for Blind My Smart and often it doesn't have a designer listed and you know they're books that she has put together herself as far as I know 
you know, she didn't take a print book and run it off because there's nothing about copyright or publishing or anything like that. So we don't always know where our patterns have come from. But if you read Braille and if you want to get lots of patterns, Marjorie Arnott has lots of knitting books and crocheting books. And I forget what she calls her direct site. She does have one, but she also sells her books through Blind Mice Mart. In does their, she have a um, store name or something on Blind Mice yes, Mart? Yes, it's or? called Blind Book Stop. Okay. <clears throat> and she sells e-books and Braille books. And um, so you can get it in either format. And of course, okay. you know, if you those. have a Braille embosser mm -hmm. or Braille, Braille note, I mean, Braille note taker, you know, then you can just put it on the note taker if you mm -hmm. want, instead of having 47 books or whatever cluttering mm -hmm. your house. So, Hey Jeannie. Anyway. Uh -huh. This is Lucy. Um, uh -huh. I, I won't share any more patterns on the ACB crafters lift, but if you want me to share the sideways gloves with anybody, I can, you know, I can do that. I don't, I, I love that pattern. How, how I'll take them. are they? I'll <laughs> take them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what yeah. stitches does it use? I mean, you know, it's totally uh, garter stitch. Totally garter oh, stitch. Really? Oh, cool. yep. Can I have it too? Uh, yeah. Jane how do Corona. I do Jane.e.corona oh, yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah, I can, I can do Jane. I'd love to have that. Um, Vicky would love them too. Guys, remember, oh, this, this is Lynn. Yeah. This is Lynn. Remember, any, when you give out your personal information, this will be a podcast. So, well, oh, everybody has my email address. So, so, okay. so. Um, <laughs> if you guys would like to email me, at acbcrafters at gmail.com and if Lucy emails me her email address, I can forward emails oh. to her so that no one has well, to give out any information. Okay. Right. As long as you as long as you don't care. I mean as long as you nope, guys don't that's care. The e nope, because that's not mm -hmm. to the listserv, that's to the email box. Okay, yeah. ACBCrafters right. at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yep. Okay. I can also, your email, so if you could please try to email me there and then I'll get you on the listserv and send you um, all the join up with us information. So I can spell it out again if everyone would like me to. Also, for those of you who do have Facebook, another lady and I run a Facebook group called Blind Knitters and Crocheters and we have put a few patterns up there um, you know I just tell people if if you didn't make it up yourself don't try to take credit for it you know you can say I'm not sure where this pattern came from or something um, maybe I'm wrong but I don't really see a problem with that and, and uh, if you would some... like to share a link to that in the ACB crafters Facebook group um, okay. feel free to do that. I don't mind. I will. Oh yeah, that's so right. I'm on join. that list too. I'm in that. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think some people are in that group too. So, but everybody is welcome and we, we need more activity in that group. We have, I think now 67 members, so we need to grow. Hi everyone. This is Gloria. And hi Gloria. Hi. I've been quiet over here, but I've been. You listening. sure have. <laughs> So I thought I would introduce myself and talk about my knitting. Okay. Um, so I started knitting when I was in third grade. My, my 
my story is a lot like Vicky's, actually. I I started knitting when I was about eight, and I made my first sweater when I was 12. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I haven't made wow, one since. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I've done lots of um, hats and scarves and mittens and all that kind of stuff. And then I stopped knitting for a long time, like 30 years or something. And then I went back to it again, and I've, I've done um, – I. And I love using circular needles. Um, yeah. I prefer them to straight needles, but I'm not. I have my straight needles. I'm not. I I will never give them away, because <laughs> I've had them for you know 60 years or something, <laughs> almost. So, um, <laughs> so I love them, <laughs> and I hate double-pointed <laughs> needles. I cannot do double-pointed needles. <laughs> I just hate them. <laughs> Um, and I've done, uh, I've done continental and American knitting. I, I like wow. both of them, but I find that my tension is a little bit different with, depending on which hand I'm using. It's interesting. <coughs> Whether I'm doing continental or American, the tension's slightly different. Uh-huh. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> That's true yeah. if you're getting flatter in the round, too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I have not done any cable work, although I've done some some twisted, like um, Vicky was talking about twisted cable Mark. or twisted stitches. I've done a little bit of that, and um, mm-hmm. I've done various increases and decreases, and made lots of baby blankets and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all right. Cool. Is there anybody else who's been quiet and hasn't introduced <laughs> yeah. himself or herself? Yeah. Yes, my name is Mary Alice. I've been sitting here listening the whole time. Ah. <laughs> um, I've, um, I, I'm currently, my grandson wanted a bigger blanket than his baby Afghan with all the holes in it. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it was one of those scalloped ones um, uh-huh. with the yarn overs and the knit two oh, togethers yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Um, was that, and, ooh, like feather so, and yeah, I love feather and yeah. fan. Yeah, there you go. Like feather and fan. Yeah, but he doesn't think so. So he asked me if I'd make him a, a new bigger blanket. He went and picked out these colors. So I'm working on that. And it's kind of like a basket weave stitch. It's got some slip wow. stitches in it. Um, uh, you know, you slip a stitch here and there. Um, uh-huh. So it's got like a basket weave in it. And I'm using three different colors because he's picked out three different colors um <laughs> i've done i've done a hat like a little red riding hood hat with a scarf i do scarves hats um dish cl- towels dish cloths blankets throws shawls i've done a cable stitch with it with a decorative pillow and a blanket um i try a bunch of different stuff i also crochet a little bit um, I take like um, potholder patterns and make them into, I use the thick and bulky yarn and make them into like um, fat doilies you can put on your your table to put your, um, you know, like your candy dish or remotes on so it doesn't scratch the wood. So, um, and my daughter wanted some for some plants. So I just, I just use the really big stuff and I don't, don't stay to gauge. Um, my crocheting is limited. I kind of taught myself. Um, and my knitting, um, my mom taught me when I was a lot younger and I forgot how to do it. So I took classes and started knitting again, probably about 
10, 12 years ago. Wow. So, and I, li- I like knitting better than crocheting because it's more relaxing to me. I use circular needles mm-hmm. and um, I'm always holding both of my needles at the same time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I wrap stuff around my left hand. I guess I use the continental stitch. Um, yeah, that's what and I, I And I do a tail, I do a tail um, cast on. I have the big long tail cast on. I do the big long tail cast on. Yeah, that's how I was taught. All right, is there anybody else who's been shy and now is ready to introduce? (laughs) This is great, y'all. Do I I got a um? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna. uh, This is Lucy. Does anybody uh-huh. have any uh, experience with um, knitting with beads? Yes. <gasps> oh. Did a shot. Leave it to Vicki. Oh. I think mm. she's done it all. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. I love to do a little bit. I want to. I want to know what the magic stitch is. You guys have me intrigued. Oh, the magic <laughs> loop. Magic loop. Yeah. It's a yes, way to way. knit things that are getting that are circular and are getting smaller so that you can't do it with the regular two needles on the cable. Um, it, it takes, it's a way to keep from having to do magic loop. And you can also do it as somebody mentioned earlier with two sets of circular needles. Mm. I love Ooh. circular. Thing. I just think it's I wonderful. have an idea how to do magic loop, but I haven't tried it. I've, I've heard how to do it, but I haven't actually done it yet. Yeah, see, I can do it. I mean, in my mind, I can kind of see it, but when I actually try to put it to 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 work, it doesn't quite work out for me. So yeah. that's one thing eventually we'll wander need to learn. And is there anyone else who hasn't introduced yourself? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, this is this is Kathy from New York. Hi, Kathy. And I've been I've been listening. I I knit and crochet I like them both I've been knitting since I was nine years old my sister taught me how to knit and I taught myself to knit when I or uh, to crochet when I was in college um, oh wow and I've, cool. I've made sweaters and afghans and mittens and hats and um dishcloths and various things um mm-hmm. so I've just I've just been listening here because I didn't need to know how to knit so I just came on to listen Mm-hmm. was more in mind for those of us who do knit because um, one of the things we talked about doing eventually and, and we can have input on this is possibly doing what they call a knit along where well, that'd we, be fun yeah I think it yeah, would be fun that would too. be fun mm-hmm. yeah what you is know, that? I was wondering if we could do those gloves that she had the sideways gloves pattern yeah. if we could all knit what that. do we want to start with that everybody does the same thing do what? What is a knit along? I assume everybody does the same thing. Everybody does the same thing. Okay. And like yeah. this week, you know, like this session, you would be given part of the pattern. And then the next session, okay. you would be given the next part. Okay. And that kind of thing. Also, yeah. and I don't mean to steal any of Lucy's thunder here, so I hope I'm not. But, you know, Lucy is kind of the dishcloth queen, but a lot of her dishcloths, are made by somebody called Designs by Emily. And mm-hmm. it's designsbyemily.com. I hope I don't forget everything that we need to send to 
Taylor. But anyway, designs by Emily.com. <laughs> and she has lots of patterns that are for sale. She also has some free patterns. And then she also does knit-alongs. Now, if for free, right. you can be in her knit-along where the first week of every month, and, and I joined it. I'm, I'm doing my first knit-along with her. But the first week of every month, she sends you like around 11 rows a day and you do those. And then the mm -hmm. next day you get the next 11 rows. And when it's all done, then you find out what it's supposed to be. And well, she sends you the whole pattern. Now, if you want to yep. pay, you can pay, I think it's four ninety five, and get two a month. Or you can pay, I think, nine ninety five. Anyway, all that info is on her site and get a different one each week. So that's kind of fun, especially for those who that's are interested in, yeah. in dishcloths. And remember, if you get the dishcloth, you know, you can use the pattern in other things. You know, I I have a, um, a nephew who plays in the major leagues. He's with the Red Sox, if anybody's a baseball fan. He's a pitcher and his name is Chris wow. Mazza. Yeah, I know. But anyway, he's cool. getting married in November. And um, when or Emily has, and, and I found the baseball glove and the baseball bat in one of Marjorie Arnott's books. But then I looked on the website and she mm. also has the baseball. And so I'm going to make like a dishcloth with each of those things. And then I'm going to make towels that have all three. So, so you know, you can take these wow. and then just run away and do things with them. So. And her patterns are blanket with those for different squares and um yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like for their couch or something well i could that's, that's yeah that's what i'm too. depending on that's how what i'm getting right now it. this very minute <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dishcloth so. that, that she's done doing right now this week mm -hmm. well it sounds like a lot of people want to do the sideways gloves so lucy if um you'll definitely okay. share that with kayla and um, then do we all just want to start and the, at the next session talk about how far we've gotten and, and ask any questions that we might have? Does that sound like a good way to go? Can we want to start sure. at the next section, session or we want to start now and have a certain amount done by the next session? Yeah, how do you all want to do it? It doesn't matter to me. I've, I've never done a knit along until I started this dishcloth earlier in the week. <laughs> I would say start with the next session because you want okay. to know what supplies you need. You know, yeah, okay. So yeah, that's true. Before the next session, um, Kayla will send everybody the pattern and that way we'll know what we need to get so that we can do it. And uh, that sounds like that'll work fine. Now we still have about mm, 11 minutes according to my watch. Um, okay. Does anybody have any more? Uh-huh. How how do how are we going to get the pattern? Do we need to send? Do we need to um, pattern? Make if you can make sure you're on the mailing list. Um, Kayla, do you want to give them that info again for the mailing list? Yeah, I think Just I am. Okay, all right. I didn't think she was going to put it actually on the the uh, listserv because there might be copyright problems. But I guess if you write to Kayla. Uh, at um, acbcrafters at gmail dot com. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys, I'm here. I um, was having issues unmuting my phone. Um, yeah. Yes, if you would like to uh, send me an email um, to acbcrafters at gmail.com, I will get you the, um, the pattern after I'm sent it. Um, I will see about, maybe we can get something set up just for knitters. I will look into something like that. Well, we, um, we've, and then if I have the information for the next class, I will send that out and with the the class information. Yeah, the next so. class will be on the twentieth because we're the first and third. Yes. Um, yes. Thursday of every month. <clears throat> yes. So Kayla, will you Emily's pattern today? <laughs> so I don't forget. I'll get you the yes. pattern today. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So the, the Emily thing is designed the by Emily. The, the, first, by the first hour is for the beginners and the second hour is for those the of us who have a little more experience. Yeah. And then for the second hour, we'll be doing our knit along with the, um, with uh -huh. the gloves. Okay, good. Yep. <coughs> good. And if anybody wants to be here on the first hour to help out, I must say we appreciated everyone who Absolutely. was here and did help. Yes, we're, we're getting so. down to, to the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> well, so. okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we all have come with different, you know, different skills and yeah, different levels right. of skills. So right. <laughs> we can all learn from each other. That's the fun of it. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, does anybody have anything else? Thank nope. you so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks yeah, a lot. Thank you very much. Yes. Everyone mm -hmm. being here.